Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello and welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. Today, our guest is Shada Torabi. She is the founder and CEO of Restart CBD. And I'm super excited to talk with her about all things CBD. I know it's the buzzword. It's everywhere. It's even at CVS now. And uh, it's important that we get educated. Um, And so I'm so excited to have her on the show to talk about a women-owned business with her sister, nonetheless. (laughs) And uh, welcome, Shada. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for having me. I'm excited to dive into today's conversation. (laughs) Me too. Um, Curious how you got into CBD. Like why CBD out of like all the other things you could have done? Yeah. So my story is personal, which I think most people, you know, kind of go into entrepreneurship because something has happened in their lives. Something impacted them. They saw a need to fulfill and I'm no different, but mine was maybe a little bit more painful than some other people's journeys. I was in a car accident, unfortunately hit by a vehicle as a pedestrian in 2015 and fractured my pelvis in two places and a couple bones in my face. And I will also you know, share openly. I love cannabis. I'm very open-minded to cannabis. I was consuming cannabis pretty frequently before the accident, but where I would say my journey from an entrepreneur perspective got shifted was when I really started to learn about how my body interacts with cannabis through our endocannabinoid system, through the different dynamic of different cannabinoids. So my real original introduction to cannabis was through THC and being high, which again, is my preference. I do enjoy that. I know some people don't, but I had no idea what CBD was, what CBG, CBN, all these other cannabinoids really were and how they interacted with our bodies. And so it was actually my mother who introduced me originally to CBD. God bless her. She's a very open-minded mother and knew that I was dealing with the chronic pain from the accident. I had to go through physical therapy, prescribe different opioids to manage my pain, getting steroid injections. And the pain was so bad progressively you know, a year post accident that my mom kind of had a conversation with me like, Hey, you know, you're still in pain. There has to be a better way for you to manage this than going and continuously getting refills or injections. You like cannabis, you like marijuana. Do you know what CBD is? And and certainly now, you know, everybody has, I'm sure heard of CBD, whether they use it or not, they're familiar with it. It's in every coffee shop, you know, chiropractic office, juice bar, whatever, At that time in 2015, 2016, when I was recovering, it it wasn't talked about. I thought my mom was cuckoo. I was like, (laughs) I smoke weed. They're like, I'm getting CBD. Why do I need CBD? Right, right. And so that really was the opening up of the journey. I am the firstborn of three sisters. And so I always like to kind of, you know, mention that I very much revere my parents. And when my mom says do something, I'm like, yes, mother. Mm -hmm. So that's really how I started leaning into trying CBD, trying different ways to consume. So topicals, 
you know, different than smokables, different than edibles and oils. And that was really how we as a family became more comfortable with CBD, which ultimately led to us launching our CBD brand restart CBD in 2018 here in my hometown of Austin, Texas. We were one of the first to market here in the state. And now we have a nationally recognized brand. We ship our wow. products nationwide and nice. we're celebrating four years in business this year. So it's congratulations. Been Thank you so much. Wild ride. And, and certainly grateful to have found, you know, the benefits of CBD to help me manage my chronic pain. That's incredible. What a powerful story. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm really sorry. That must've been traumatic being hit as a pedestrian. Um, it was not fun. And, and, and you know, caught me off guard in the sense that I'm lucky I didn't see it kind of like happening, but yeah, you don't really realize what chronic pain is until you are confronted with it and starting to navigate. And I think people always, you know, ask also they acknowledge, you know, well, does CBD make your pain go away indefinitely forever? No, I'm in chronic pain still constantly. If the weather changes, if I sit on the wrong surface, if I wear the wrong shoes, you know, stand too long, my pain flares up, but I now have access to cannabis based remedies that I can use to help me mitigate my pain, decrease that inflammation. Right. Right. you know, our journey is helping people understand cannabis and be a little bit more comfortable and open-minded to it and not really just seeing it as this stigma. Oh, I don't want to get high. So I don't want to try it. It's right. You know, there's so many different ways to consume so many different cannabinoids that are non-psychoactive and really hoping, you know, encourage people to explore cannabis from that perspective of just let's see what it can do. Yeah. I want to dive into that with you because I think there's a lot of confusion, even for myself. Sure. I know a thing or two about it. Um, but those of, those of you who are just listening and can't see, she is like glowing. Like you would never <laughs> know that she had any kind of broken bones in her face. Like her face is perfect. She's beautiful. Thank you. And um, she looks extremely, extremely healthy. But before we dive into the specifics of this echo, the, the cannabinoid system, why ready? Why this name ready? Restart. Sorry, restart. Um, I think, you know, just the activity of like restarting fresh, like restarting your life, this resurgence for me, um, to be, you know, a little down before we go positive. Right. You know, I was very depressed when I was recovering from the accident. I had gained a lot of weight. I was just not feeling like myself. I couldn't walk for a month post accident. So trying to regain mobility and just, feeling like in my body, like I was myself. And when you start to look at what cannabis and the endocannabinoid system can really do CBD as a cannabinoid really from like a root perspective helps optimize your functionality in your body. And so we, as a family kind of came together and thought, wow, CBD really helped me restart my life. You know, I kind of look at that that intersection of the accident as being my life before the accident, my life after the accident. So really I helped restart my life. And so that was something that we really wanted to echo with our brand for people to see the, again, potential and possibility of this plant. It's not that it's the end all be all miraculous miracle, but wow, it has a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of benefits to it that I just think people don't really know yet. And so that's where I really encourage um, people to be curious on exploration and where I'm grateful for opportunities like this to come on to podcasts (laughs) and talk to people openly and be like a friendly voice about why, like try cannabis, (laughs) just like, why not? 
Yeah, well, so it's been used for centuries. Like I'm aware it's like a very sacred plant that's been used for centuries for healing in every culture across the globe, right? So it's not unique to the United States or anywhere else. And so I know historically, and I'm really interested in healing traditions. And so we all know that inflammation is the base of like every problem, right? Whether it's cardiovascular disease or it is even cancer, chronic pain, um, even diabetes, weight, like the weight, there's so many issues, um, migraine headaches, not directly correlated, but we know inflammation, like if you can handle inflammation, you're going to have like a healthier, longer life and you're going to prevent disease. (laughs) Like, I think that most people can draw those conclusions. And one of the things I understand is that the cannabis, um, especially CBD and CBG, if I'm not mistaken, not that I really know the difference between the two, um, can help uh, us manage inflammation. Is that true? Yes. So when you kind of think about it and I'll break it down, maybe in a little analogy, you know, the way that I observe cannabis working is a little bit like a square peg is going into a square hole. So we've been talking about, you know, this word endocannabinoid, that is a public like term word. I didn't make it up to you know, reflect on being a cannabis person. It is in your body, whether you consume cannabis or not, it's called the endocannabinoid system. And so you mentioned CBD, CBG, those are cannabinoids. So again, when you're thinking of this square peg fitting into a square hole, these cannabinoids are fitting into your endocannabinoid systems. I say systems because you have two, you have a CB one receptor, which is usually, you know, in your brain. And then you have a CB two receptor, which is I'm pointing to kind of like my stomach area and these receptors regulate your body functions. And sometimes they play, the cannabinoids play on one receptor. Sometimes they play on both receptors. Um, A correlation I will make, for example, when you are typically consuming marijuana, it is high in THC and the association with THC is psychotropic. You're feeling high. Well, it's playing off your CB1 receptors in your brain. So that's why you're feeling high versus CBD plays off of your CB2 receptors. So more from that internal wellness kind of helping regulate and really decrease inflammation. So I would say out of like the hierarchy of cannabinoids, a lot of them can help with inflammation. So again, CBD, CBG, their CBC, which is now coming to market. Think of them all as, you know, kind of different square pegs fitting into different square holes. And the reality is everybody's biochemistry is different. Everybody's diet is different. Everybody's daily routine is different. Cannabis is fat soluble. So depending on what your diet is, depending on what your body's like makeup is, those cannabinoids might require different consumption methods or even different doses. So people always want to bring it to like medicine, right? Well, my doctor prescribes me X pill or X, Y, Z pills. Cannabis is same, same, but different in the sense that you could come into my shop. You could call the call us on the phone and you could say, okay, I want to try CBD. Well, 10 milligrams of CBD is going to affect you differently than a hundred milligrams of CBD. And you as a consumer need to figure out what your body needs to help perform or to provide that result that you are looking for. Again, not that it's always going to be that product, that dose, that thing, but getting to that understanding of what is the right cannabinoid, what is the right consumption method and how much of that product do I need is where you will find that magic experience of, wow, maybe cannabis can work for me. And I just think most people don't really understand or have been educated enough to know 
Hey, you know, I tried the CBD edible before, but it didn't really do anything to me. Sometimes, you know, my argument back is, well, what is the ingredients of that? Yeah. Well, yeah. And How many subtle. milligrams and, yeah, and going subtle. into that exploration. And it's subtle, right? I mean, so I know that, um, that we, that I take it on a regular basis and I have probably six different CBDs in my supplement cabinet. Each of those bottles cost anywhere from 70 to $150. And they're all different dosages and different, you know, DNA and different formulations and right. so on and so forth. But, you know, some at the with THC and without THC, it's really interesting. And I just say that because like, I am not sure, you know, I'm, t- I take it because I'm like, okay, this is good for inflammation. Um, you know, I just take it on, I take it randomly because I don't really have any chronic issues, but I have to say, and, and the people in the audience don't know this. My daughter has been suffering from anxiety, like severe paralyzing anxiety, like where for a year or two, she was like socially isolated. Like it was, it was paralyzing. And so cool as a parent for sure too, to watch her go through it. Yeah. And I know that I'm not alone. There are mothers listening whose daughters are in the same boat or sons and, or even people like my age, um, you're much younger than I am, but like, you know, there are people, anxiety is an issue. (laughs) <laughs> that plagues everybody <laughs> like everywhere. So she, the only thing that works is been a CBD mm. and it's been a godsend to our family. And, um, there's certain brands she likes better than others. Uh, and then she, you know, she's taking like gobs of it. And she's like, mom, this is not sustainable. Like, how am I supposed to afford this when I'm an adult? You know, <laughs> that's a fair question. Of, yeah. And so, but, but I know that it's been a huge healing for our family to have CBD, to help her manage her anxiety. Cause she tried all the others, like all the different amino acids and GABA. And she tried not the pharmaceutical medications, but everything that was available that was outside of the pharma. Right. Um, even teas and different diets and, you know, uh, exercise, but like CBD is the only thing that's really helped her. Why is it so helpful for anxiety? So I think there's a fine line, right. And I want to be like, helpful, but also clear when it comes to cannabis, unfortunately with its status at a federal level with FDA, you can't be as explicit, like take CBD for X, Y, or Z. And it's going to, you know, reduce inflammation, anxiety, sleep. However, as I say that I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a lawyer. Right. But with that understanding anecdotally, right. We can kind of pull from where are people finding relief or results with cannabis based products. And just like you said, it's really been something that people are identifying CBD can help because of its properties playing with the endocannabinoid system. I would say that it's just kind of like a D D D de- de- Like it just like helps you like kind of reduce your inflammation and inflammation sometimes isn't always like pain, right? Sometimes it's like the pressure that is being put on us by society. That's inflammation and pressure too. And I think that's kind of how it works in your body. It's, it's just helping kind of calm your body down, reduce some of that tension and stress that you're feeling because it's playing on your endocannabinoid system, which when you get into what the endocannabinoid system regulates, there is a long laundry list that is pain, inflammation, but also sleep, your focus, your attention, um, just like different functions of your body. And so yeah, that's where too. Yeah. And then that's where you're seeing some of the results of why CBD or these cannabis products can be helpful or applicable for that. And yeah. I think the other thing to note too, which not a doctor, but when you're looking at cannabis compared to other medications, for example, I'm not someone who's anti-Western medicine. I think there's a time and a place and depending on what your diagnosis is, like you should pursue and always work with a doctor. Um, but with that said, you know, doctors only know so much and cannabis medicine is fairly new. What we do know about cannabis is (laughs) new, new, 
new to market, meaning research, productized, educated. I mean, it's wild how science from big pharma. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's very true. It's very true. They're coming after it and they're trying to kind of like, you know, add some, I guess like quote unquote legitimacy to it, even though it has been an herbal plant that's been existed for, you know, hundreds and thousands of years. (laughs) But when you're looking at it from a medical perspective, it is something that despite there being this like, you know, formality of like cannabis can do X, Y, or Z, you still have to realize like it's status with the FDA, for example. And so there are some limitations that I think just as cannabis continues to go mainstream, people will start to realize like the many breadth of applications that cannabis actually has. And so that's where I'm excited about is just more people being open-minded to trying cannabis, whether it works or not for everything. Um, to discover more, to learn, but it's getting people open-minded to try, Hey, why can't I look at cannabis knowing that there isn't as many, that was the thought I was going to finish with it (laughs) space on me for a second, but there aren't a lot of, if any overdose reports on cannabis. So when you're talking about the efficacy and the safety of cannabis products, how much to take. Sometimes people are like, well, I don't want to overdose on it. You can't. The side effect of too much CBD is drowsiness. So don't take a ton in the daytime, take it more in the evening, start low, increase your dose from there. But again, it's something that I want people to feel comfortable to exploring. You were just yeah. talking about, you have so many different you know, products and I'm sure they all have different ingredients or different doses or different base, base oils or formulations. And so I think people need to realize they're not all made equal. Um, and if something that you try doesn't work for you, try other products, try different doses. Um, just like, don't give up on it because I think that there can be some results if people are consistent using it. Consistency is key. And Absolutely. Then do, you, do you think that like separating out the CBD is a good idea in terms of like whole plant efficaciousness? That's a great <laughs> question. I'm, I'm shuffling for, for you listeners. You know, when we launched our brand back in 2016, actually I say when we launched our brand in 2018, when we were first discovering CBD as a family in 2016, there wasn't a lot of research. Right. And so when we first went to market in 2018, presently, there's still not a lot of research back then. There was even more of kind of this nebulous ether of what is CBD and how does it work? And there was a lot of belief that full spectrum is kind of what you're alluding to full spectrum, full plant was the only medical kind of way to consume CBD. Yeah. We launched actually as an isolate based brand first. We now carry full spectrum isolate products. I carry Delta A, CBN, CBG, CBC, all these other, you know, kind of minor cannabinoids. But the root of your question asking, should people take it in this full spectrum approach or isolated? I really encourage people to figure out what's best for them. I think there are certain scenarios where isolate is really important, right? If you are someone who's getting drug tested, I don't want people to think that full spectrum, full plant is going to not cause you to fail a drug test. And unfortunately some brands don't communicate that to their consumers. I don't drug test myself. I'm a business owner. Um, but we have a lot of customers who are truck drivers, they're teachers. They unfortunately, because of their job have whatever, you know, drug testing implications that people just need to be mindful. And so if you're someone who's getting drug tested, I would pursue an isolate based product of CBD. If you're somebody who's a little bit more open-minded to seeing what full spectrum versus isolate does try full spectrum. For me, when we talk to customers, it really comes down to understanding their life situation, right? So are you getting drug tested or not? The other thing to note, isolate products typically have no flavor associated to them because they're just suspended in the oil versus a full spectrum product, which is going to taste more like the plant. So it can have a little bit more grassy, hempy taste. So if you're maybe a first time user and you're like, I don't really want to put that flavor in my 
mouth every day. Um, there's other ways to try it, right? Edibles or even topicals or smokables, but oil-based, you really are kind of dealing with the full plant. It's going to have that taste. So sometimes depending on people's preference, what they're, you know, taste preferences, what their lifestyle preferences, that's where we help guide people towards figuring out what is the right product. Medically, it really comes down to, again, your biochemistry, my body, for example, I love, and I'll say it publicly. I love marijuana. I love smoking pot to me. That is the full plant. Right. But when it comes to my CBD products, because I'm taking it for inflammation and pain, I take an isolate based product because I want the majority of that product to be CBD because I'm taking it for inflammation versus Mm. another reason. So there's a lot to explore. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like we barely scratched the surface and I, there's so much more I want to ask you. Um, do you use topical and internal to manage your chronic pain? Yeah. So think of it as again, there's not a one size fits also. Sometimes people ask, which you're kind of asking. So I'll kind of like follow up into that. Sometimes people are asking, well, do I just use CBD once a day? And like, that's it. I should see results. Right. I really want people to look at CBD as yes, consistency, but also depending on like what is happening to you at that moment in life. So yes, I use topicals. Yes. I smoke products. Yes. I eat gummies. To me, my baseline is always my oil. I always take my oil before bed. I personally use a higher strength product because of my chronic pain. I've realized about 60 to hundred milligrams is a good dose for me. I take it before bed because that makes me drowsy. But I mentioned earlier in our discussion, sometimes when I wear the wrong shoes, my pelvis flares up. If I'm sitting on a hard bench at lunch, my pelvis flares up. I will maybe use a topical in the middle of the day. I might take an oil in the morning. I might eat an edible at lunch. To me, it's not, I only took my oil and I can't take any more products. How am I feeling right now? And knowing enough about these different consumption methods and doses to pick and choose products to help me feel how I want to feel. Just the other night, my I have bad sciatica now because of my accident. And when it flares up, you better believe I'm sitting in a CBD bath. I'm doing a soak. I'm putting topical on after I'm smoking my <laughs> joint in the bathtub. Like Again, I know what products to pull to use to help me feel relief when I need it. So That's amazing. I love it. And you trust yeah. it because you know you know it. I mean, you're so committed to it clearly. Exactly. And it's part of that exploration. I just want people to feel comfortable to like go crazy. Like, you know, you're Friday night staying at home, like eat, eat the whole edible, see what happens. Like your topical <laughs> on. Like, again, the side effect would be you're sleepy, you're drowsy. So to me, I love a good night's rest. I love a good, you know, like cozy, like medicine kind of induced slumber. So if cannabis can get me there and also make me feel better. Why not? Right. right. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, sleep is really big. I mean, I'll, we talk about health and all these things. And it's like, if you're not yes. sleeping, like nothing's going to work, right? If you're not hydrated and sleeping well, it's like, it's nothing's going to work. My goodness, time has gotten away from us. Okay. So I have to ask you a couple of questions. Um, sure. so how do you keep the balance between, you know, running a family owned business, um, you know, being a fiance and just, you know, what, how do you keep the balance for yourself? Yeah. I mean, obviously, like we're talking about health and wellness. I think to me, cannabis is an, like an accoutrement, like it's a, it's something like I add to my routine, but for me, it's like what you said, it's making sure I'm sleeping. I love sleep. I'm ruthless with my sleep. I sleep at minimum seven to eight hours every night, but I also have a really healthy workout routine. So I have prioritized fitness and wellness. And, and, you know, sometimes that changes some days I go for a walk. Sometimes I do like a really intense spin class or hit Mm. workout. So Mm. for me, I really, found that I need to carve out that time for myself. And for me, it works in the morning before I start my day. And so every morning without a fall, I'm in my gym, I'm doing stretching, I'm doing a workout, I'm getting my morning going. And that's my me time to just really get really clear and focused on how my day should go, or at least what I can control in my day. (laughs) 
No, I love it. Yeah, no, and you, your intention sets the tone for everything. Absolutely. Um, and then what? Um, what when you're feeling like really like low, like exhausted, just from life? Um, what's your go-to to restore yourself, to resource yourself? Yeah, I would say I'm definitely somebody who gravitates towards food. And so trying to make sure that I have access to nourishing foods and not things that feel good in the moment, right? So sometimes I think when I'm feeling down and low, I'm like, oh, I want to go get like the cheeseburger. Not that the cheeseburger isn't good. There's not like a, you know, I'm, I, I want to have a healthy relationship with food, but I also know that when I'm feeling down, that shouldn't be an opportunity to like get off balance, get yeah. off track. And so yeah. I try to always make sure that I'm eating three meals a day, having my water, keeping mm. snacks that help me feel fueled. And my personal kind of like favorite little, like pick me up right now, which I'm just like plugging to anybody who will listen is our X bar has this really delicious vanilla flavored almond butter. Nice. And I just slather it in, in like half of a date. And it is like the best little treat, sweet, you know, after dinner thing. And I, I always look forward to, to, you know, little, little ways to delight myself. And like I said, pick myself up. Um, but I love food. And so yeah, <laughs> trying not to overindulge, but fuel and nourish my body is really where I try to approach it from. I'm a total foodie too. And almond yeah. butter on a date is like such a sweet treat. <laughs> it hits the spot. You really have to try this RX butter though. It's like, I've tried it now it. with macadamia nut butter. I've tried it with pistachio butter, traditional almond butter, and they're good. But this vanilla almond RX is otherworldly. Right. So I do like to make my own almond butter. I'll be honest. Oh, okay. Well, maybe yeah. we need to get you making some vanilla almond butter. But yeah, no, probably. So, I know yeah. I make it with, um, I soak the almonds like, so they get reactivated and I dehydrate them. And then I make the almond butter. And then uh, sometimes I add like sea salt or I add- Oh my God, speaking my language. Oh yeah. Or like, I, yeah, I'm really into it. So like, I try not to make it too much because like literally it, it does not stay. Like anyone who comes <laughs> to my kitchen, like just starts taking spoonfuls. And I'm like, where did the almond butter go? <laughs> I gotta it's open. so good. So good. I need to get on that, that bandwagon that I start making my own. We're like a step away from getting one of those, uh, like, I think it's like a no milk device. You can make your own almond milk or any yeah, type of like nut milks in the milk. house. I still yeah, like yeah. my Vitamix. I, I still like my Vitamix because I like to make it thicker sometimes. You can make oh. almond cream and macadamia nut cream. And well, I make it from every nut and seed imaginable, but um, Sounds divine. Yeah, I'm just so into it. And that's why I'm so into opening our listeners to the possibility of what CBD can do for them. If you're not sleeping well, if you're dealing with chronic inflammation in any way, shape or form, that means if you have a heart disease or any kind of cardiovascular problem, if you have um, chronic pain, if you're waking up foggy in the morning, if you have headaches, if you have cramps, like, like there, I mean, it really is. And I think that's why it's so hard to like pinpoint it because it is, it's helping you find more balance through a natural means that's not psychoactive. So you can still operate machinery and you're not going to feel like you're, you know, out of it. Um, so it's, it's pretty exciting and it's pretty sophisticated where the industry is going. So I'm really excited about what you're doing. Thank you. I I love that it's a woman owned business and a family owned business. And for those listeners restart CBD, um, they can go there, they can order your product, right? Yeah. We ship our products nationwide. If they have more questions, I always like to invite people like, don't hesitate to reach out, find us on Instagram, find us on YouTube. Like we have a chat feature on our website, like ask us questions. My girls, we actually have a predominantly women's staff. So my team is very knowledgeable (laughs) and prides itself in helping connect consumers to education first and foremost. Like if you shop with us, 
appreciate it, but that's not really our, you know, ethos. It's really to help people understand cannabis, feel more comfortable with it because we really believe in cannabis as a movement and we need more people to be comfortable, to adopt it, to have conversations like this, like talk to your girlfriends about it, talk to your spouse about it, talk to your kids about it. And that's really how we're going to see cannabis become more adopted and normalized in today's society. Yeah. Cause women rule the world. And if we can get so comfortable with it, that we are going to be giving it to our kids um, and feel safe doing that, which was also a, kind of a leap for me. I was like, oh, do I tell people I'm letting my CBD, you know, I felt shy about it, but it's been such a, like a gift, like I said, for our family. Um, she is now going to the gym, working out. She's like getting her driver's license. She's like got a job. Like she's fully functional in society now. Yeah. And I believe it's because of cannabis. I believe it's because of CBD specifically. So thank you for your work Uh, for our listeners, please www.restartcbd.com. Because I, yeah, I didn't even get into like your manufacturing and like the extraction process. I just feel like I want to talk to you so much more, maybe on a future episode. Absolutely. (laughs) Happy happy to keep talking whenever you want to chat. Okay. Thank you so much. Be well. Thanks y'all. Thank you for listening to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. It mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.